Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to episode two of the... Today, I will not be joined by Reese Webb, as he is getting a haircut right now, so what a bum. But that's all right. We got two special guests here today. First up is Luke Randolph. Say what's up, Luke. What's up? Good to have you on the show today. And to get us started, we are going to talk about March Madness. Yes, it's February, but March is right around the corner. We are two weeks away. Big 12 tournament's going to start, SEC tournament, all these big games. So, let me get you started. Pick two teams right now that you would have to bet on to win March Madness in the next in the upcoming games. Who, who would you pick right now? Uh, I would definitely uh, look somewhere in the Big 12. Uh, Kansas is crazy. I mean, Ogbaji is just playing out of his mind. He's done it all season, done it last season. Um, but Texas also would going to surprise some people. They got five veterans in their lineup that, I mean, four of them are transfers. Andrew Jones, you know his story. Um, four guys and double digits in their starting lineup. I mean, they're going to be scary. They lose a lot of games early, but, I mean, it's, it's their first season playing together, and seasoned vets need time playing together. And I think when March rolls around, they're going to be clicking in all cylinders. And they have a new coach as well, right? Yep. Straight out of tech. No he- more Shaka Smart. The the new the new coach is definitely an upgrade. I do like their roster. They're long. They're athletic. I don't know if they can shoot the three as well as Kansas, and that's probably why I have them rode off. Not high on Texas right now. I love that win they had against Tennessee, but Texas is not in my top three Big Twelve teams. We got the likes of Baylor. Kansas, and I really think Texas Tech is a slightly better team, but you could almost go either no. way. You don't no, think I'm Tech's putting, better? I'm putting Iowa State over Tech. For real? Even with that 5-9 and nine conference record? Mm-hmm. I'm not high on Iowa State. You know, Iowa State, they get hot. They they are they a good hot. tournament they, when team. It, when it's March, they're hot. They are a great tournament team, and when it matters, they, they show Big up. For sure. tournament, someone's going to be dropping 25 a game. I mean, I would not be mad to see that. So you're rolling with Texas. What's your other team? Kansas. You got Kansas, and what's what's so special about this Kansas squad? Uh, Bill Self. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean they're they're really talented. I mean, top to bottom. I mean their bench is. I mean they're better. Their bench is better than a lot of starters in the Big Twelve. Um, I mean Ogbaji's putting up twenty a game, leading the Big Twelve in scoring. Um, I mean, I think they're going to run through the Big 12 tournament, but uh, Kansas struggles in the tournament. I mean, they always do. Uh, but, I mean, I think this year they have a lot of just veterans, and and they're going to be scary in March. I agree. Kansas is definitely the best shooting team in the Big 12, at, at least up to this point. Uh, sure, Oklahoma State's not up there. <laughs> that 29% <laughs> three-point mark is <laughs> – Definitely not. Hey, but I looked it up. You know, Avery Anderson is actually shooting better than Keelan Boone. What's he shooting from three? Thirty-three point eight. What's that means? Keelan. Keelan's thirty-three point seven. Okay, thirty-three point seven. The leading, the leading three-point percentage shooter on our team. Take it's a guess. Thirty-three point. Take the, a guess. the leader. It's not Bryce. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Let me go with. Uh, it's not I see either. <laughs> Let me go with uh, number four, the Williams. 
Donovan, Donovan Williams. Williams? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 44%. 44%, 44% and yet line. still can't get on the court. Yeah, and average and is about seven minutes a game. No. All right, so you're rocking with Texas. You're rocking with Kansas. Before I set up uh, Texas versus Kansas, I'm going to bring in Texas Tech into this conversation. I think they're better than Baylor. They already beat Texas in a crazy home game. They will have to play each other for a second time. I don't think they've played twice I don't yet. Think, I don't think anyone's going to beat Baylor. I think Baylor's going to beat themselves. I, I think they have – I don't think – I mean, Kansas is just as talented, but I think Baylor's going to be able to run them off the court at their best. Um, but Baylor is going to end up kicking themselves out of this tournament, Big 12 tournament and the NCAA tournament. It's not going to be, you know, someone outplayed them. It's going to be they didn't play to the best of their ability and – I mean, that's why they're going to lose. I mean, OSU n- has not had the best season by far, and we no. went to Waco. We went and, yeah, in Waco. And kicked them. No, yeah. Kicked them while they were down. We destroyed them that game, and we are no means no. a good basketball no. team this year. No, but the thing is with OSU, we can beat the the Baylor, the best team in the conference, and then on Monday, and then come Saturday, we lose to the worst team in the conference, and no one even blinked an eye. So March Madness coming up, and you have Kansas and Texas riding high in the Big 12, yep. not showing much love to Baylor. You Hope they don't end up on the same side of the bracket. but That, that would be tough indeed if the Big 12 teams just started knocking each Big other out. Big 12 going to push about eight teams in there, so it's inevitable. Yeah, that's seven true. I, at, least, at least seven this year, if West Virginia makes it for sure. So with that Big 12 being said, I'm going to roll with my number two team behind Tech, and I like this Purdue squad. They got seven footers. They got the best scorer in the country. What do you not like about this Purdue team? Uh, I like them. How do you think they compare to Gonzaga? So I think Purdue shoots the ball slightly better than Gonzaga. I think they struggle on defense. They are giving Uh, up. Gonzaga – they don't really need to shoot to score. They haven't. They been have the big man. They have the big man there. Putting up like six, sixty point, seventy points per, a game in the paint. Per, yeah, that's that's the problem. Purdue does not play defense. They they put up ninety, eighty five on whoever they want. But to hold a team less less than seventy is not something this Purdue team likes to do. The Big Ten is obviously very stacked this year, better than most years. Gonzaga probably dominates the Big Ten. Ex- Wisconsin gives them a slight run. Indiana gets killed. Illinois, their big men could probably hold the ground against Gonzaga better than most Big Ten teams. Ohio State's getting smacked. Michigan's going to get smacked. Michigan State's terrible, even though they're ranked somehow. You're saying, you're saying Gonzaga's in the Big Ten? No, I'm saying if Gonzaga big, played these Big Ten teams, oh, they well, yeah, would big, absolutely uh, Yeah, I don't think the Big Ten's going to be. Much of a problem. In yeah, I think March. Purdue, Illinois, maybe Wisconsin are about the only three I see squeaking out of the first two rounds. Yeah. I like some of the teams in the SEC, though. SEC is looking nice. Tennessee, mm-hmm. they're looking good. Big win versus Kentucky recently. Uh-huh. Kent- Auburn. Kentucky's a top Auburn's five team. Amazing. Auburn's a top seed. five team. They'll be a one seed. Does Arkansas just beat them. Oh, Arkansas is looking good back in the mm-hmm. top 25. Mm-hmm. Any other SEC teams stand out? LSU started very hot, kind of on a losing streak. Mm. What do we think about this LSU squad? Uh, their record looks good, but, I mean, their RPI has got to be down there. Their non-conference wasn't anything. They rolled right through their non-conference, and then they started playing some conference games, you know, on the road with 
more than 300 people in the student section and I don't know I I think they might have gotten exposed I don't think they're a, a, a great team I think you know like just like uh who was it also started in the TCU started out 12 and 0 also or some crazy number like that and they just keep drop, dropping conference games. Uh, I think they're. I think LSU and TCU are a lot alike in that aspect. TCU never really got the the love in the AP polls that LSU did, but Big Twelve never really gets the love SEC does. That's a good comparison. TCU is a lot like LSU. They, I mean, set yourself up for a good record, but it might come back to bite you when you haven't played any tough opponents and then have to go straight into conference play. I mean, Oklahoma State is, what, 500, and they're on Joe Joe Lombardi's first four in right now if they were eligible. So um, record only goes so far, especially with all the computers that calculate who deserves to go to the tournament. Yeah, OSU sitting at 12 and 13 isn't exactly – the prettiest thing, but I think if you put our squad against most winning record teams, we're hanging with yeah. almost all of Any them. Any winning record outside of the Power Five is, uh, I mean, it's not really uh, considered a winning record in the Power Five, I guess. It's not. You got your Villanova, you got your Gonzaga. Right. I mean, yeah. They're, they're, they would compete, but they're not. Xavier's. Villanova's not 21-6 and six in the yeah, SEC, exactly. and we all know that. No. And they wouldn't be half of that in the Big 12. Not at all. Villanova definitely would struggle if they were in a Power 5 conference. All right. We got your Texas take. We got your Kansas take. Big 12 tournament. They might match up with each other being two of the top four teams. Who you got one-on-one, Kansas versus Texas. If it's to win it all, all the pressure's there, who do you pick? Kansas. It's basically a home game. It's been like that for the past fifteen years. Uh, I mean, I've been to the I've been to the Kansas City where they play the Big Twelve tournament and played Kansas and watched set across and literally it's filled with blue. I mean, it's a home game for them. Uh, K State is kind of they just don't their basketball team is not Kansas. They don't they don't travel like they do. I mean, if it's I think Kansas any time that they're at the top of the Big 12, they're going to be the huge favorite to win the Big 12 tournament. I mean, they play in their backyard, and they're 99% of the time the best team in the Big 12, whether the record shows it or not. Playing in their backyard is definitely a good way to put it. They do not have to travel far for this tournament, and I think it's a pretty big advantage. Yeah, what do you yeah, think? Yeah. The only team that really travels like they do is Iowa State to that. Because Iowa State's just Tech is like so far. They have great fans, but their fans won't travel that far. Austin or Texas and Austin, they have terrible fans this year. Have you seen their home games? Yeah, no. Norman, they don't make the trip. Stillwater doesn't have a reason to make the trip this no, year, as no. we will not be tournament <laughs> eligible, sadly. But I will say, whenever we get to the the championship game, like we did, what was it, two years ago? Like it was packed. Oh yeah, we bring the crowd when when we're eligible. Yeah, for sure. Just sad circumstances. All right, Luke. Before we let you go, I want a Pac-12 team you're riding high on, and then I'm gonna throw you in left field. What were your thoughts on the Super Bowl? But let me hear that Pac-12 team first. Uh, I'm gonna go with Arizona. 
I think they're cold. Obviously, they're ranked pretty high, but I think they are by far the best Pac-12 team. Um, there are some teams that will give them a run for their money and give them some losses throughout the Pac-12, but come championship time, it's going to be super easy for them to win three or four games in a row in the Pac-12. I can see them running through that conference. USC or Oregon's going to give them a fight, but they're mm-hmm. not Zona. Yeah. Uh, my main takeaway from the Super Bowl is uh, – like Cooper Cup is a top five receiver in the NFL. Um, whether he's five foot four, five foot sixty four, I mean, the dude's open every single play. He's got to be one of the smartest receivers in the he's NFL. He's the best route runner, maybe besides Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is people forget his name, but that dude's still probably top the best receiver in the NFL when he comes back. Um, but I think uh, I think both. The, the Bengals and the Rams, I think they're both going to be really good next year. Um, I think the Bengals might drop some games like they did this year. It's going to be interesting to see if Burrow's fully healthy. Um, but how about Joe Burrow having the highest QBR this year of all quarterbacks? Oh, Beat Tom Brady, I mean, point one. QBR only talks so much when you're throwing 180 yards in a playoff game. I mean – I'm not. I'm not. On, I'm not high on made Joe it to Burrow. the Super Bowl. I know he did, but you can't say he played his best ball when it came time. In the Super Bowl, every playoff game. Uh, I mean, he got outdueled by every quarterback he went up against, including Derek Carr. Uh, yeah, look at Tom Brady's playoff career. How many games? Yeah, did he get I, outplayed I agree. By the other I think Burrow, Burrow is Tom Brady got outplayed not Tom almost Brady every 2.0. playoff game by the other team stat wise because he found a way to win. Most of his passes Burrow were backwards is a passes. Burrow is a winner. It's just, I mean, Matthew Stafford got outplayed as well in in his games if it wasn't for Cooper Cup. But then, if you say if you bring Cooper Cup into it, that's helping Stafford out. You got to bring in this crazy Bengals wide receiver core that is backpacking Joe Burrow. How about Jalen Ramsey? We we take away the seventy five yard no call, and we take away the sixty four yard bomb that Jamar Chase one handed, and Burrow has a hundred and five yards. Will you look up the average time he spent in the pocket? Because I, I guarantee you, like, half of his incomplete passes were under pressure, drawbacks, or forced out of the pocket. I mean, the Rams definitely weren't going to make it easy for Burrow. Getting pressure is what they built this D-line for. They got Aaron okay, Donald, I'm not, and they I'm not saying that, signed I'm not Miller. saying that they didn't do it for that, but I'm saying that the, the Bengals' offensive line completely failed their quarterback in the Super Bowl. It's almost like there were purposeful double teams for Aaron Donald that right. didn't even like come close to where he was, and they're getting paid twenty million dollars a year to stop the greatest player in the game is no right. easy task. I mean, I understand that, but if it's two of you, you should be able to keep your quarterback, you know, out of the water for a second and a half, give him enough time to look at his first read, you know, maybe second read, start to panic. If it's not there, find something else. But he literally didn't even have. His enough time for his receivers to run ten yard outs, and be able to see him throw the ball. The offensive line is definitely something. The and Bengals. How did Joe Mixon play in the Super Bowl? Hey, you can bring that to Cam Akers though. Okay, but I mean the the Bengals D D line was like jamming it all night long. It's respect to them, but 
they were still be they were they were pass pass blocking three thousand times better than the Bengals. The the pass block from the Rams was definitely better. The Bengals are gonna have to uh, pay attention to this offensive line unit, make some good draft picks, not draft a wide receiver when you need a left tackle. But I don't know if you saw, but I thought it looked like half the time that the Rams ran the ball, the Bengals knew they were gonna run the ball. The Rams could not run the ball to save their it lives. It literally looked like every time that they ran the ball, the box just filled. The, you never saw Cam get more than three yards, no. and it was honestly crazy. And no. it wasn't even the it wasn't the best players for the Bengals making these tackles. It was just defensive tackles stepping into wide open holes and tackling Cam Akers. Like yeah. Cam didn't even look like he wanted to be there. The Rams didn't look like they wanted to run block. But yeah, but I mean, the Rams. <laughs> they got it done, man. They did get it done when it mattered the most. Good for Stafford. Stafford got his ring. Donald gets his ring. Ramsey gets his ring. And Odell Beckham gets a ring. Oh, yeah. All right, Luke. I really appreciate you Thanks coming on to me. the podcast today. Of course. We got another segment coming up, so you guys don't go anywhere. And we will be back in peace. Welcome back to the second part of the podcast, and with us for this segment, we have Cole. Say what's up, Cole. What's up, guys? Cole's going to be joining us to talk about his thoughts on the upcoming March Madness and his thoughts on the Super Bowl, and we're going to start there. Rams win 23-20. Cole, thoughts on the game? Mm, it was a good Super Bowl. I liked When I watch a Super Bowl, I don't want it to be a blowout. I want it to be a decent game, so that's what we got. It was entertaining. I wasn't upset with the result. Uh, happy to see Matt get a get a ring. I think he deserves it after everything he's been through. He's been a good quarterback his whole career. He's just been stuck with the Detroit Lions, which is just unfortunate. They are stuck in mediocrity and will continue to be there yeah, for a minute. I don't I don't see. I, that's just another conversation for a different <laughs> time. Yes, uh, Detroit Detroit continues to struggle. Matthew gets out, gets himself a Super Bowl. Did you think the Bengals were gonna pull it off late? No. Honestly, me neither. When I saw that clip of Sean McVay talking to Aaron Donald, we should have known it was over at that point. It, it just, the Bengals were not the best team in that, in the whole game. So No, nah, they they weren't even the best team in the AFC. No. But, but they, they fought hard, they battled through, and to make it to the Super Bowl just to lose by three, heck of a season for the Bengals. But R- Rams deserved the win. They had the better team, better coach. I think the Super Bowl, I'm glad it was close. I thought the Rams sh- could have won by more, should have won by more. But it was it was a good game for sure. All right, Super Bowl out of the way. Luke came in and talked about his two teams being Kansas and Texas, staying in the Big 12. I like Texas Tech, and I like Purdue. So what are your two teams that are going to make the most buzz or are going to win it all? In March Madness. All right, I think Auburn. We got Auburn. Auburn. Uh, they have the best front court pairing right now. I think in the whole entire NCAA Division One, um, with uh, Walker Kessler and Jabari Smith, um, especially how their game is for the modern game. Um, it's about as good of a deal as you could possibly get. Uh, Kessler, he has a leak. Kessler has elite length and rim protecting instincts, uh, which has transformed the Auburn defense completely. Uh, he's also a great lob catcher on offense and can occasionally stre- stretch the defense from deeps. Uh, Smith is 
a generationally good shooter. Oh, Smith's insane. He's a top three pick. Capable of – he can elevate over just about anybody um, thanks to his height. He has long arms. He has a high release point in the shot. So I think they're going to be very tough to beat. They have, they're have they good on both sides of the ball. Absolutely. Uh, they're coached well, uh, and their team is just very, very good. I like this Auburn squad. That's a great pick. I've been thinking about them. They've been shaky in some games, but they do seem to pull it out. They have a great record. What is it, 21-4, and four, if I'm not mistaken? Yep. Somewhere around there. Okay, so you got Auburn. Probably the clear favorites to win the SEC. For sure. Them or Kentucky are definitely the top two teams. So now what's your number two team in March Madness behind Auburn? We got Duke. Duke's a great pick. I love me some uh, Apollo. And... I think it's was Coach K being us last year. They're kind of the team of destiny this year. I like that. I think it's going to be very hard to get Coach K off the basketball court, especially in March. Uh, and they have four players on the floor who can initiate ball screens and guard multiple positions um, and at any given time. And that can be just very tough to match up on both sides of the ball when you have players like that. Um, and they have a pro-level scorer in, uh, in Paulo Banchero, capable of carrying a team down the stretch. Uh, and freshman A.J. Griffin has emerged as a great second option as well. Um, yeah, this Duke team looks real nice. Uh, they can shoot it. They play defense. And I like that you brought up Coach K. When this Duke team gets into March Madness, they're going to look at their head coach, and he's going to say, this is my final ride. Or do you guys want it to be memorable or not? And I think they're all going to come together. Make a deep run. Now, March is, or the NCAA is stacked this year. Probably one of the most balanced years we've seen in recent history. And Duke's going to have a tough path, but they've already beat Gonzaga, who are most people's number one. And that's got to look good going into the tournament. Yeah, it does. So, with Duke, with Auburn, we got Tech, we got Purdue. Uh, and again, Luke said Kansas and Texas. Are we missing any big teams? Obviously, Gonzaga's number one, and we didn't come in here to talk about the best team having the best odds. Is there another team do you think that's slipping our mind here? Not that I could think of that would be like Power Five, big big name team. I mean, you have you have some teams that are in the top top twenty five, like Providence and stuff like that. that Villanova's looking good. Yeah, and those type of teams in March, you never know what can happen. Um, they get hot at the right time. They can get going, too. Uh, but I can't think of anybody right now off the top of my head that would be a blue blood that we're, we're forgetting or something like that. Um, Kentucky's looking all right this year. Ty Ty Washington's leading that squad. Tough loss to Tennessee. I'm liking Arizona a little bit. They're ranked number three I right like now. Yeah. Best team in the Pac-12 by far. Yeah, fun to watch, too. Now, are we sleeping on Baylor? I know the Big 12 is stacked, and we already picked three Big 12 teams throughout uh, our six picks, but is Baylor being slept on here? I think this year, more than the past two years for sure, Baylor has shown that they're more beatable, especially last year. They kind of were just dominating. They did dominate uh, last year. The Big Twelve, I don't, I don't think we're gonna have a Big Twelve winner come out of in March. I mean, I think we'll maybe see a Big Twelve team in the Final Four, uh, and I think it'll, it'll probably be Baylor, just based off of what they've been able to do recently in the tournament. Uh, I don't think it'll be Tech or anything like that, especially with Tech having a new coach this first year. 
Uh, they're good, but they're just not as good as they were. Um, so I, I can't can't think of really anybody. So you you don't think Kansas has the tools to make it that far? Uh, KU KU does, especially at uh, what's his name? I think it's Agbaji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, that kid can play. He's got a strap for sure. KU's got depth too. Bill Self's a great coach. Oh yeah. Uh, they can make a Final Four run this year too. I just, it's just so tough. There's so much good basketball across the country. I feel like every time I fill out my bracket, I always think I'm right on just to be disappointed by a f- early first-round exit. You never know what's going to happen in March. Well, look at last year. You had UCLA had the play-in to get into the tournament and then went to the finals. Exactly. Uh, yeah, absolutely crazy. UCLA, they got a squad this year. Uh, a little disappointing, to be honest, that they're not running the Pac-12 right now. But with the way Arizona's looking, you you can't hate on them too much. You would think their record would be a tad better, but that's all right. Now, outside the Pac-12, Arizona, then you got Big Ten squads. You like any of the Big Ten squads? Not really. I, what, you got Ohio State? I like Purdue. And then Illinois is pretty good, and then that Wisconsin team's getting some buckets. I like Purdue too, but they're not that great. They're not as great. I feel like if people thought they were going to be in the beginning of the season, just because they have that big kid. But and then uh, Ivy too. Yeah, I mean they're just. I don't think we're gonna see a Big Ten champion this year. Ah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. But it comes would be March. a shocker for sure. Yeah, I mean Michigan's underperformed. Oh, hundred uh, percent. Indiana's just okay. Definitely a disappointing season for them. Did you know, actually on that, Indiana has not had an above 500 conference year since 2016, and they are the only Big Big Ten school to not have a plus 500 record since then. Yeah, they're stuck in the past. They they clearly are. They have been forever. They say they're a basketball school, but they haven't even been good in in a hot minute. So, I mean, I know that's a hot take historically, sure, but... Anytime recently, they have They've dropped great. the ball constantly. Yeah, I mean, what the last time I remember them being decent was with Zeller. <laughs> Zeller, that was a minute ago for sure. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we, we're not high in the Big Ten. I'm still going to show love to my Purdue boys. But let's hop over to the ACC, which we have not talked about today. You like Duke. Virginia and Virginia Tech are two pretty decent squads. Can't see them going very far. Florida State is the tallest squad in the NCAA this year at around 6-7. But they've been disappointing too. They always produce NBA bodies. You had Scotty Barnes last year. But they don't seem to win very many games this year. Miami's not too good. North Carolina's not very good. North Carolina State's not very good. We saw Wake Forest put up a tough battle against Duke, but we can't say they're a very good team. Am I missing any team in the uh, ACC the, right now? The ACC is very weak this year. Um, that's what I could say. Some people would come in and say, you know, they've seen Duke not play their best this year, and they look almost like they're coasting sometimes. Uh, but I think that's just because they haven't really had to play the best basketball they can possibly play this year in the ACC. Yeah, ACC just isn't the basketball conference we expect. Virginia was a consistent one seed in March Madness for that two- to three-year stretch. I don't even know if they're over 500 right now. 
So we're not high in the Big Ten. We're not high in the Pac-12. We're not high on the ACC. So we like the Big 12. You don't think there will be a, a champion coming out of big, the Big 12, which which is a hot take for sure, being that they're, they have four of the top 20 teams. But... I do, but we watch them all the time. We we do we do get a good perspective of them being in, at OSU. So even if we're not playing them, we're still watching Big Twelve games, and I just haven't seen the same wow factor from any Big Twelve team as we've there seen. There has recently. not been consistency. Baylor's shown promise, loses to OSU at home. Tech blows out uh, Texas at home, then travels to Norman, who is not a good team this year. OU is not a basketball school. And they lose by 15 to Norman. I would have thought OU would have been better this year, too, with them getting that new, uh, their new coach from Loyola. So that guy, was what he was doing up there was pretty Yeah, that amazing. was very impressive. So I thought they got themselves a grab, and they just haven't been very good this year either. They can't seem to get the athletes in for basketball. Seems like Kansas and Tech and Texas steal away, but... And no one goes to those games either. Yeah, OU does not have a good crowd. Their student section has been bottom of the Big 12 for last five years. But, you know, they're a football school. And when they go to the SEC, I don't think much is going to change with their basketball program. I don't either. Now let's move over to an underrated conference in basketball with the Big East. Do we think they got any winners they got any march madness teams any teams that could push towards the elite eight i always like nova i'm a big nova fan too they're they're always a team to beat in the tournament for sure they're coached greatly and they're 13 and 3 this year um in conference 20 and 6 overall so a very 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 good basketball team uh and providence is good this year so that's kind of fun they're leading the big east right now they did beat Villanova pretty recently. That was a great game. My favorite team in this conference is actually UConn, who is nine and five in conference play, and they have some pretty good wins on here. They beat oh, actually they lost to West Virginia. Played them close though, lost by three. They beat Marquette. Um, they beat up on St. John's. And a lot of their uh, conference games have gone exactly how they want to. They're ranked in the top 25 right now. They beat Auburn in the start of the year, and Auburn is one of your uh, favorite teams to win it all. And then they played Michigan State real close, lost by four. So I'm going to roll with this UConn squad out of the Big East. So outside of those three, I don't see another Big East team making a push. I'm looking at these uh, non-conference wins that Nova has. What you got? And I'm not really seeing. I mean, they beat at the time Tennessee was 16. They beat Tennessee. 70, that's that's a pretty good win. 71 to 53. Like I think Tennessee number 16 right now. That's I think okay. Then this must be updated. So uh, that's a good win for Nova. I did not know they beat Tennessee, and for them to be pushing Providence for that number one team in the Big East, that would be a huge help to get a good seed for March Madness and. As a non-Power 5 school, that's what you need to go far. You've got to have a high seed. Got to give yourself the easiest chance possible to make it to the later rounds. All right, so we're about out of conferences here. So we got we got our, our 10 teams that we think are going to win it all. And so let's, let's kind of put them into a list here, a, a little ranking to finish out this episode of 
1 through 10, who we got. If money on the line, we had to bet on these squads, who would we pick? All right, Cole, we're going to go pick for pick, starting at number one. Give me your number one, and then I'll give you mine. Okay, my number one, like I said earlier, is Auburn. Um, After this talk with you and Luke, I have come to the conclusion that Auburn is also my number one. Uh, they're just going to be super hard to beat, super, super hard to beat when it comes to March. Uh, so I think they're the clear favorite. I don't know if they can win all five games in a row to win it all. But I know one game at a time, if they just look at it that way, I don't know if anyone stands in their way. Yeah, nope. I think they they got a great team. All right, who you got at number two? Number two, I have Duke. Like I said earlier, team of destiny, Coach K. Uh, I don't. They're. I think they're just solidly my number two. Now, number two for me, I had to go to the Big Twelve, and I'm gonna go with Kansas as my number two. I like that. Their like pieces that. are nice. They're the deepest team in basketball yeah. this year. They yeah. top three coach. I like everything about this Kansas team. Their, their guards off the bench are good. All right, who you got at number three? Number three, I have Providence coming out of the Big East. Ooh, Providence at number three. I like seeing them be good, man. It's fun when when I like the Big East. The Big East is a tough conference. Tough basketball conference. For sure. Always got good For them to be 21-3 and in this kind of conference is something that they've needed almost. Yeah, and I I don't know other non-conference wins. So here we got uh, – they beat beat Texas Tech. That's uh, a good win. Big win. Um, They beat Wisconsin, another big win. Um, Going through here, they beat Connecticut, which is – they're also ranked. So – and that's, that's I know that's conference, but they looking at ranked opponents, they're they're winning, and so they're they're a good team this year. But you got the score of that Texas Tech Providence game. Uh, seventy-two to sixty-eight. So a close game there, and that leads me into my number three team. I am staying with Texas Tech. They're gonna be my number three. They came in as my number one today. The more I've thought about it, the more I think three suits them just right. I think they're gonna make a big run in the Big Twelve tournament. And then once it comes time for March, I think the Red Raiders get it done. All right, my number four, uh, we got Nova. You got Villanova. Got so you Villanova. have two I Big do. East teams back-to-back in this top ten. I know Providence is kind of wild, but I feel like Villanova, they've been there before. They've done it. it their coach is phenomenal. They're great coaching. They're, they've had a, just another successful season again. Um, so I think with experience and uh, just the squad, I think they're going to do pretty well. They do have a a nice bucket on that squad. Do you remember his name? Uh, While you're looking that up, I'll go through my number four. My number four is Kentucky. They are the second best team in the SEC behind Auburn. They got Ty Ty Washington, who I think is a top 15 pick. Their center is leading the nation in rebounds. I like everything about this Kentucky team. Uh, Their coach has obviously been there. He's done it all. But I think it's time they add another ring to that belt. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to throw him at number four. Uh, Gillespie, is that right? He's a good player. Gillespie, yeah. I saw him. He dropped like 27 the other night. So, this Villanova team is definitely legit. All right, Cole. We're one through four. We've only got one team equal to each other right now. I think we're about to start naming some same teams. But who got a number five? Baylor. Baylor at number five. I love that Baylor is also in my top ten. Why do you think Baylor is 
the best Big Twelve team. They're they're your highest Big Twelve team. Why is that? Past years, seeing them what they've done in the tournament, what they've done in the conference, uh, just I just see them. They can still go on. They still got some good players on that team that they've had with that success too. Uh, their their guard play is still phenomenal. Um, so I, they're they're going to be tough to beat. I I think so too. They they they're kind of in a rough patch right now in the Big Twelve conference play, which about everybody everybody's is. in a rough patch right no now. No one in is the Big going. No one's winning every game in the Big Twelve conference. You got teams like OU who is barely five hundred, beating up on Tech. You got OSU who is not even five hundred, beating up on Baylor. Big Twelve's all over the place. So you have Baylor at number five. I do like that pick. My number five is Duke, who is your number two. Now, Duke has beat Gonzaga, and that has been the number one monster to take down, and that is how the media portrays basketball. They're saying Gonzaga is at top. Vegas hasn't won it at all, and Duke's done it. I like Duke at number five. They just haven't done enough to be inside my top four. So go ahead and give me your number six. Kansas. Kansas at six at my number four. I like it. Right behind Baylor, they're neck and neck, so that makes perfect sense. I'm going to throw my number six. I'll go with Gonzaga at number six. Okay. Um, yeah, so go ahead and me with your seven. Uh, seven, I got UCLA. I'm Ooh, a, I like it. Above Arizona, though. I'm a big Cronin guy. Okay. When, when, when Cronin got them all the way to the finals last year, having to play in. Uh, so I, they've got essentially the exact same squad. So I think when it when it's time they're gonna they're gonna get after it. They they've been in a little bit of a struggle. I mean, but like what team in basketball hasn't been? And I think you're right. When it comes March, UCLA definitely can surprise some people. So at number seven, I have my number two coming into the day. I had Purdue as a top two team this morning. But you and Luke have convinced me that I was riding a little high on the Big Ten. I think everybody had Purdue as a top two team coming into this year, though, so you're not. A hundred percent. With Jay Nivey and, and two seven-footers, I mean, yeah, you got to have this team. They're ranked number four, so we're not we're not outside the ballpark right now. But I have them at number seven. Maybe they can climb before March starts. I think they'll be a one seed, which will really help their case. I think they need to prove. I think if they win the Big Ten tournament, they're they've silenced all the haters at that point. They're they're a proven they'll be a proven one seed mm-hmm. and I think they'll go far if they get that one seed. Alright, shoot me your eight. Arizona. Wonderful. My number eight is also Arizona. What do you like about this squad? Same thing as we said earlier, really. Uh they're 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 it's a school that's has had success since they're a blue blood. Uh they got a great squad this year. They're fun to watch. They're exciting. The best team in the in the pack pack twelve, uh. So if you're saying they're the best team in the pack twelve, well, why do you have UCLA over? There? Because it's not about who's the best team in That's the conference exactly, right now. It's exactly about, right. It's about who's gonna who's gonna play when it's time to play. When it's time to play, UCLA has shown it. And recently, Arizona's been they've, a struggle. In yeah, March. they've been out of the picture recently. So actually, I I'm not too mad about that. They got some hoopers for sure. Uh, they got that Ford uh, Tubalis, who's averaging 15 a game. And they got some guards that are averaging 17 and 10. So definitely a 
full-rounded squad for Arizona. I think they're one of the more balanced teams. They don't got stars that stand out. I know their uh, forward is looking to go in the lottery, but definitely a balanced team. All right, so uh, that's your number eight. Shoot me your nine. My number nine is Tech. Okay, Texas I like tech. to see Tech in the top ten at least. I uh, I don't I don't I don't necessarily in my gut I don't like this pick, but they've they got a new coach, but some of those guys they on that team have also been been here before. In, when it comes to March, so I think they'll be a team to watch out for. Although he is a new head coach, he was their assistant coach for the so last yeah, couple does, of seasons. He does so know he's, what he's doing. He's in sure. the system. I mean, look at him this year. They're they're doing just oh, they're they're fine. doing wonderful in yeah. the Big Twelve. Just a few bad losses have shaken them up. What, what was it? Nova or Providence that beat them early on? Yeah. And then uh, OU that that game can't can't happen. So I don't Texas know how State. much better they do this year if Beard is still there either. Yeah. Honestly, yep. I don't think the the coaching change mattered too much. When they needed a coach, they asked the players who they wanted, and all the players all agreed that they wanted this assistant coach to take over the job. So that they're playing for him. They're playing hard, and I like Tech. That's why I got my three. I love to see him in your top ten. My number nine is gonna be Baylor. Where'd you have Baylor on yours? I had Baylor at five. Baylor at five. I got Baylor at nine. If you told me to make this list a month ago, I probably had Baylor one or two. But we've seen uh, what Baylor's done recently. And again, when I watch this Oklahoma State basketball team play every single game, and I know that they are not an elite team by any means, and you give up a home game as as Baylor, you lose a home game to this Oklahoma State team, I can't have you in my top five. No, no hate on OSU. I mean, I'm proud of my boys. They fought hard this year, but they're not good. We all know they're not good. and But they went and into Waco and beat Baylor, and that's why I got Baylor so low on my list. It's understandable. All right, wrapping this up, let me see that number 10. All right, I don't think you're ready for this one. <sighs> let, me, let me get a guess. I'm going to go. You're going to throw Murray State at me, but who you got? I got Boise State. Boise State. I like it. What about Boise this Broncos State. team do I not know about that I do not have them anywhere near my top 10? Well, first off, they're 11-2 and two in the Mountain West. And you may be thinking to yourself, the Mountain West is beauty cheeks. <laughs> Let I me, am thinking let to me myself. You, let me let me let me show you the records of okay. the top teams in the Mountain West right now. Conference play, we have Boise State in first at eleven and two. You have Wyoming at second at ten and two, and you have Colorado State at ten and three. So I top, actually do like that Colorado State. Your top squad. three three squads have three losses in conference or less, which is a a tough thing, really to, to right. Do. So Boise State's got to play Colorado State and Wyoming. Yep. And what's their record against those two teams? Do you mind pulling that up real quick? Let me see if I can. While you're pulling that up, I'm going to throw my number 10 out there. You've showed a lot of Big East love. Now it's my turn, and my Big East school is not a team you have named yet. I have UConn rounding out my top 10. And before you give me the take on that, uh, you're going to explain your Boise State's conference. Okay. So you got Boise State beating Wyoming. Uh, where was that game at? That game was in Boise, okay, sixty-five to sixty-two, close game. And yep. And then uh, let's see, Colorado State's actually beaten Boise State. Colorado State's got a good squad. I just, I just like the Smurf, man. 
You like the blue Broncos, and I can't hate. Can't hate. I hope they uh, make the tournament. I hope to watch them in a few games. Hopefully they make a little Sweet 16 run. I'd like to see it. All right, and that rounds up our top ten. Thank you, Cole, for coming on to the show today. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, and also, thanks to Luke Randolph. I know he's uh, already left, but shout out to him. This has been episode two of the Hot Takes podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time.